Hey friends, welcome to The Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. I'm your host, Andrea Fortenberry. This is a podcast about finding freedom from perfectionism to show up for the life God has for you. Mom life is messy, unpredictable, and just plain hard sometimes, but it's also amazing. I believe God uses it all to grow us into the women He wants us to be. We can't do motherhood on our own. We need God's help. We need wisdom from other moms. We need the encouragement of community. I hope you'll find all of that and more as you listen in. Welcome to episode 78 of the Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. We are in the middle of our Body and Soul Summer Series, and I hope you are enjoying it. I know I am. Before I introduce today's interview, I wanted to share a resource with you that my friend Noelle Rhodes, who is a previous podcast guest on episodes 28 and 65, a resource that she has put together. She has created a prayer challenge for moms to pray for their kids' friendships, and it starts on Monday, June 19th. If you would like a link to the PDF calendar Noelle has created, I've put that in the show notes for you. And Noelle is also going to create a Voxer group if you want to interact with her and other moms to pray and support one another on this challenge. And I will be in there. So I will hope to see you there. If you want to be part of it, you can send Noelle a DM on Instagram. She is at Noelle Rhodes Comedy with your Voxer handle and then she will add you to the group. Now on to today's interview. I'm chatting with my friend, Sarah Martin. Sarah is a wife, mom, author, and certified Faster Way health and wellness coach. She is passionate about gathering purpose-driven women and coaching you in health and wellness to love God, heart, soul, mind, and strength to be fit for the call he has on your life. When Sarah isn't cheering on her clients, you can find her on date nights with her husband, yelling loudly at her son's football games, or making a mess in her art room. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. I am so excited for our conversation today. It's so good to be here with you. Thanks so much. I love it. We have been friends. I was thinking about what year we met. We met back in 2010. At she speaks. So that's yes, been yes. quite quite a while, and we've been online friends since then. And recently, it's been fun. I've watched you on a journey of personal health and fitness, and I love you've been talking a lot about this mindset of being fit for the call that God has for us, and that it's such a contrary thing to the world's message of being fit for vanity. And so I right. thought. I thought this would be such a great compliment and just a fit for this body and soul summer series that I'm doing. So I wanted to have you on so we could chat about it. Perfect. Sounds great. So I would love to hear your thoughts about how our physical wellness and our faith integrate. You know, I love, I love that this fits so nicely into what you're all, you're already doing. Isn't the Lord so good to just kind of bring the the voices together and, and your previous podcast just flowing into this conversation. And so I like to talk about being fit for the call because as you just said, diet culture and just the culture of the world, 
says otherwise as in being fit for what you said, big vanity reasons, and also just being fit for reasons that aren't sustainable. And so when I talk about being fit for the call and integrating faith in that conversation, the whole idea is that just like the Bible calls us, just like Jesus says, love God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I like to say, when y'all are listening, you aren't seeing my video, but I'm going mind and strength with my biceps. So the idea of worshiping the Lord, heart, soul, mind, and strength to include worshiping the Lord with how you steward well your health so that you can show up well for all the ways that you're called to love and serve others. And I love to come alongside purpose-driven women with strategies because strategies are holistic. These strategies are holistic. When you talk about eating whole food nutrition that God gives us and, and moving your body, that's a God-given gift. These are both God-given gifts and putting together, asking the Lord, saying, Lord, how would you like me to steward well my health? And so that's really just the tip of the iceberg about what it looks like to integrate your faith. I love that. And I love thinking about, because this is a podcast for moms, thinking about as a mom, sometimes we're tempted, you know, we get pregnant and we have baby weight and then we're trying to lose the baby weight. And and our motivation is very often like losing the weight or having this number on the scale. But when we really think about what if we focused on, you know, being healthy, feeling comfortable in our bodies and having energy so that we can take care of these babies God has given us, or so we can play with them on the floor or run them to a million places. Like you and I are in that season right now. Like when we think about the why behind it, I think that really can just shift our perspective to a better, a better place. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's more life-giving because, you know, we have a lot on our plate as moms and as moms that wear many hats and to look at it as I want to be able to, like you said, run around and run all around town and still feel great by like 3 PM, which my mom used to call it like arsenic hour. Do I give, do I give it to them or do I give it to myself? And (laughs) since we're moms here, like, we'll just be real. I know that that's not the, that was such the eighties. We couldn't say that these days, but the idea is that by the end of the day, things go haywire. A lot of times because we're hungry, (laughs) they're hungry. It's the end of the day and we still have to be mom. And so to look at a journey of getting fit and, and being well is in a holistic way is a way to look at it as a lifestyle so that you can show up with, with the energy that you need Mm -hmm. to be the amazing mom that God called you to be and not a perfect way, but in a way that you can show up well, that's just the best way I can explain it versus I need to just lose this X amount of weight so that I look an X amount of way to then, you know, make, put validity to some kind of worldly vision of what women should look like. Mm -hmm. And that's not honoring to the Lord because then that turns into such a selfish, selfish perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's such a defeating perspective because life happens and our, you know what, our bodies are meant to have curves where they have curves. That's how we are able to have the babies that we have, you know, having body fat helps us 
have, be fertile and have babies and nurse your babies or however that plays out. And it's God given gifts. And so looking at it as I just need to be able to serve steward well, so you can show up well. And, you know, fat loss is great. I'm, I'm all about getting to a place where you feel comfy in your own skin, but what if the motivation became so that you can show up well? What if that flipped the script were to then propel you forward instead of making you feel defeated every day, like diet culture would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that so much. So what are some, some things that have been helpful to you? Some things that would be helpful to listeners to help us get that mindset, right. About our bodies and fitness, just like you were saying, thinking more of it, of how can we show up well for this life God's given us? What are some tips you have for that? Yeah. So we're specifically talking about the mindset side of things, right? So really first and foremost, and it goes back to your first question is inviting the Lord in. It's so funny. I, I've used this quote in every book that I've written. And in every time I've gotten up on a stage for a retreat or a conference or whatever, and I'll use it in this stage as a, a fitness and nutrition coach, there's this quote it's by Abraham Kuyper and he's a Dutch theologian. You don't have to know that, but like some people like those details <laughs> and like that credibility, this is not me. So if you don't quote Sarah Martin, it says there is not one square inch of the entire universe where Christ who is sovereign above all does not claim mine. And so what that means for you, mom, as one who is needing to shift your mindset in your body image, in your fitness journey, there's not one square inch of your eating, your wellness, your body image, your baby suit shopping, your momming, you're running around town, you're looking in the mirror, whatever, all the things wrapped around in this conversation. There's not one square inch where Christ, who is sovereign and good, He does not say that's mine because I love you. And a lot of times we put our faith in so much of a box in so many different ways. That's why I use this quote in so many different ways. There's not one square inch of your finances, your relationships, your, 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 your parenting that Christ does not say that's mine because I love you. And I have God's and I have what's best for you. And so inviting the Lord into even your fitness journey. If it's a weight loss journey, we call it weight loss journey. If it's a fitness journey, that too. And this is where it gets really exciting because then you let the Lord heal those tender places. He holds your heart so tenderly. And at the same time, he gives you, and I like to say, this is another mindset shift. He gives us just like as when we're talking about anything else, there is always choices to make. So we can choose how we make our choices in our day and how we spend our time or how we use our words. You have even choices of how you fuel well. I call it fueling well your body. And I like to say there is, you know, there's God's there's God's better and best. And then there's just the crummy stuff we could eat, you know? So when you're making those decisions of what should I be eating, I love to come alongside women with, with holistic strategies. And I often say, okay, food is not bad. We don't want to put anything as villain, but I'll put a caveat. Sugar is bad. That's just bottom line. I mean, sugar <laughs> will wreck your hormones. You think your hormones are wrecked as a, as, you know, post baby sugar will keep you there. So that's a whole different conversation. If you want to circle back to that, 
but food is not bad. It's always a matter of how does it make you feel? And is that food as far as how does it make your body react? And is that food God's better and best? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're looking at, you know, do I go and, you know, eat chicken nuggets off my kid's plate? Or do I go and make myself this beautiful, like chicken salad with yummy avocados and, and, and nuts and, and fresh chicken. And I'm talking like chicken salad. I'm not talking leafy Mm -hmm. salad. I'm talking about one of those Mm -hmm. good, deep, you know, yummy chicken salad. Mm -hmm. What is God's better and best in that situation for you? And so those kind of mindset shifts put you in a place where it's life-giving and not like you're feeling alone Mm -hmm. or deprived. Yeah. I love that. Just the reminder that we are not alone in any area of our life and that we can invite God into this journey because he created our bodies. He created how they function and work. And so who better to go to when we feel defeated or, or frustrated, or if we feel great about where we are, like, why not invite the Lord into that? Exactly. He created all of it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good point. So Sarah, I love practical. So will you share some, what are some specific practical things that have helped you learn how to feel fit for the call that God has for you? And and some of the things you were already mentioning, like just tips and tricks that choices we can make, what can help us? Yeah. I'll, I'll kind of add one more kind of mindset thing and then move into some tips and tricks just because it goes together. So I tell you this story just because it's a place of like realizing, okay, wow, I do have tools. So I have been in the fitness kind of fitness world, just on my own journey since I was 15, just by nature of a stressful home life and some eating disorders as a teenager on into my twenties and even thirties. I recently kind of did a confession on social media of like, y'all, I am in ministry. I do these things. And I, up until about, you know, two or three years ago, struggled with an eating disorder. And, and so this is very, very real. And I think a lot of times we get in a place of fear and shame because a lot of the times root, the root of fear and shame is because you feel like you're stuck and you do not have the tools or the help to get out. And so you stay in that place of fear and shame. And when I started my own fitness journey and, and then moving into a coach with faster way, I realized that using these tools that I'm about to just give you high level overview, moved me out of fear and shame because I now was empowered. I was now empowered and we want to be mindful that the Lord does not, I mean, fear and shame is not God's best for us. And he gives us holistic tools to use. And so, I mean, one of those fears was I hated seeing pictures of myself hated them. I mean, how many times as a mom, um, I don't know if this is you, but like, I know there's other women out there that we will hide behind our kids in pictures or like take the angles just the right way and stress out about that, that because we don't love how we look and that's not God's better and best for us. And that's not what our kids would want. Do we want to teach our kids those things too? And so when I started implementing tools, I started feeling so strong like Wonder Woman. Like, did I look like Wonder Woman? No. 
but I started feeling strong where my, my, I hated seeing pictures of myself and like, especially like my arms, it was kind of a sticky point for me. But as soon as I just started using the tools, did I look like Wonder Woman right away? No, but did I feel like it? Because I was starting to do amazing things with my body. Mm -hmm. And so I say all of this because you can be equipped and shame and fear doesn't have to be your story. That's not God's best for you. And so I love your question about practicals. I'm all about practicals. One big thing that I like to say is when I, I teach my clients about whole food nutrition, and literally that just means if it comes from the ground and has a mother, it is fair game. <laughs> you, I want you eating probably more. A lot of times women are not eating enough. Mm -hmm. You're not actually eating enough because diet culture says eat less, move your, like work your butt off at the gym for hours, eat less, eat less. If you're a part of the, my generation, I'm my, I'm 44, drink that slim fast, eat less, blah, 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 blah. And really that wrecks our hormones right. that wrecks our metabolism. And we can't show up well when we're not clicking all on all cylinders. And so whole food nutrition and practically what that looks like is if you imagine if you're still shopping, if you're, if you, you know, imagine if you're still shopping actually at the grocery store, not doing online orders, <laughs> which online orders are great. I still, I do my online orders, but imagine like, think the last time you were actually like in the grocery store. So shopping the perimeter of your grocery store. So that means spending so much time in the produce to include potatoes. Listen, potatoes are not the villain, <laughs> you know, carbs. If they're good carbs, I tell my clients all day long, we eat carbs, girlfriend. I want you to also eat the bananas. Like those mm -hmm. things that diet culture would say, even whole food diet culture would say bad. I'm like, heck no, we eat the full rainbow of God given food. Mm -hmm. And so spending tons of time in the produce section, tons of time around the perimeter. Think about the perimeter. What would you go to next at my store? I would go to the protein spending tons of time in the protein and then laying off gluten and dairy. So skipping the, you know, the cheese and the milk for the most part, for the most part, and thinking about the whole, the, the holistic side, less packaged food and more whole food nutrition, shopping the perimeter mm -hmm. of your grocery store. And so that really is one of the, like, if you kind of visualize that and camp out in those areas, you'll do great. Uh, another, another great tip is women really be, need to be eating more, probably about, if not more, a hundred grams of protein or more. And I say that because y'all, we are given the gift of whole food nutrition and we're given the gift of using whole food nutrition to build our muscles. And like I mentioned how I started feeling like wonder woman. I don't look like wonder woman. I'll say that all day long. It's just how, how it makes us feel to then propel us forward, to make choices, to get strong. Getting strong is where getting strong and lean is how you show up well for your kids. And then think about it forward, how you show up well for your grandkids in the future. And you have the opportunity now to pour into your ministry as a grandma in the future, mm -hmm. as a mom now and as grandma in the future and making sure that you are fueling your body well so that you can develop lean muscle tissue. And this is what's so amazing about this. I geek out so much about this. My clients are like, Sarah, okay, we got it. <laughs> uh, muscle, 
muscle is such a life force in our body. A lot of times women are, are, are too afraid to do strength training because, you know, I'll get bulky. Right. Here's the deal. You won't, you won't get bulky, right? I, have you heard that before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. You won't get bulky because you have to do a lot of eating and a lot of work and take a lot of supplements. And your body is not made like a man to where you get bulky. Our bodies are different. And so on the flip side of that, gaining lean muscle helps regulate your hormones. It helps regulate your insulin levels, which then keeps that kind of hangry thing away. Mm -hmm. And so Things like making sure getting enough protein from whole food nutrition will make big, big strides in your, your call to get fit for the call. Mm -hmm. So those are just a couple of things. I'm happy to share more. If you have any comments on either of those, I'd love to hear. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. And one of the things about protein and about that I have learned from a friend of mine, who's a dietitian is that when we don't eat enough protein, then our body will like feed on our muscle tissue and our organs to try to, you know, survive and like maintain that. So we actually, yeah, it's really important. The protein part for sure. And then I like how you were talking about hormones. So this plays into my next question or, you know, what are some things I think that we overlook or underestimate that really affect how we feel physically and hormones were the first thing that I heard, you know, you mentioned in passing, but I was like, oh, I feel like that's one of those things that we, we kind of don't think about how, what we're putting in our bodies affects our hormones, which really affects how we feel in so many, so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I like to say hormones don't have to be the boss of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, hormones are real, whether you're postpartum or you are more of where I am, I'll be straight up. I said, I'm 44. Perimenopause starts as early as 35 sometimes. And so hormones are just part of who we are as being women. And a lot of times though, they get out of whack because we might not have been fueling our body. Well, like you've, you've, you know, you might not have been eating enough to where you're actually, it affects your hormones. And, but the good news is, is that there are tools like fueling your body well with enough protein and getting lean muscle tissue, building lean muscle tissue with strength training and, and making sure that you're training just the right amount and not too much, like, you know, making sure you're not under eating and over training will throw, you know, will put you in a place of, I like to call it Shalom peace. And that y'all, y'all, you've heard that word Shalom, mm-hmm, right? I mean, you've, mm-hmm. you've studied the Bible, you're a Bible, Bible mm-hmm. nerd, like I am. And what's so interesting is, and this is just a good segue, just in general, Shalom peace is this interesting word in the old Testament. Like we usually see it and it, the original language, it means when the Jews are using it as a, as a greeting to each other, Mm -hmm. it means wholeness, wellness, prosperity, fullness. And it's, but it's not how the world would say prosperity or abundance. It's how I like to put it. It's wholeness, wellness, fullness in God's presence Mm -hmm. and in God's better and best. And so we can even look at our bodies and say, like, just like I said about God's better and best, Lord, will you just bring shalom peace into my body with these Mm -hmm. tools that I can use like whole food nutrition and making sure you're drinking enough water and, Mm -hmm. and getting enough rest. Ladies, we've got to get rest, do whatever you can to do to get rest, to bring your body into that shalom peace, because 
We don't have to ride that roller coaster of hormones. There are tools to bring you into that kind of steady state of what's God's better and best peace. And so that even comes in with our bodies because God is holistic. Like I said, there's not one square inch. So, you know, why not invite him in? You know, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And I love, I think rest, like you said, is something that we often overlook or we feel like it's a luxury and we don't have time right. to rest. So we yeah. will just burn out and feel depleted and have no energy because we don't take that time yeah. to rest. It's super easy yeah. to do that. Absolutely. And listen, I'm not going to like, you know, gloss over the fact that we're talking to moms here and being a mom is, is real. I mean, like you, you, and especially if you've got a baby and you know, in, you know, infants, you, your, your, <laughs> your sleep schedule. I'm not going to say that, Oh, just get more sleep girlfriend and you'll be fine. That's often easier said than done, especially because I have a 15 year old, like he, like, I'm like, go to bed, you know, I'm shooing them away. Just go to bed, you know? And so doing what you can do, working with your husband, making sure that you are not overscheduling yourself and overscheduling your family. And if I were to say anything as a mom, that's of a 15 year old, we have on this side of things, we have protected his sleep since day one, like getting as close as we can to, to sleep schedules as you can, you know, when they're, when it's appropriate age appropriate, right. Um, but protecting your family's sleep schedule sets them up for wellness as well. Mm-hmm. And doing what you got to do, if that means that you, you say no to things and say no to maybe one less sport a season, you know, even as something as simple as that to get that rest, that's God's better and best for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing what rest and, and getting sleep will do for your wellness. Yeah. So good. Well, Sarah thinking now, you know, moms are so busy and sometimes we feel limited by our season, maybe by having our kids or our job. And so we're like, I, I don't have time to focus on my health or make to make healthy choices. So what advice do you have when we are in that spot of feeling like I'm just so limited? I don't, I don't know what to do. So I'm not going to do anything because I feel kind of stuck. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a real, that's a real thing. It's a real concern. That is real life. The best thing I'll go back to even just kind of thinking through there's, there's so many layers to this. There's so many ways we could go. And I work with my clients of like, okay, first of all, you have got to be able to show up. Well, you are mom. That is a high calling and you there's, there's decisions you have to make. So just like when we talked about choosing one less sport per season for your family, what is something you, you can pair back to be able to show steward well, your health. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is that I have found that even making margin, making margin is not always easy. Making margin in your life is not always easy. You have to make hard decisions. And then the second layer to that is preparation. So just like you would prepare for make your kids lunch, you know, for the day before making a prepper, making preparation for your own, how you feed yourself is just as important. I mean, think about it when, when the last time you went on an airplane and maybe you, you were, if you were listening, I don't usually listen, but if you were listening to the, to the airline stewardess, um, what would, what do they say? 
when the air, when the air, air mask comes down, if it does, if it comes down, you put it on yourself first and then the one, then the one that you're trying to help so that you don't pass out. Because if you pass out, who's going to help your baby or your kid on the plane, if the plane's going down, it's the same way. So if, if you make a plan, so it takes making a plan ahead of time. And really what I like to say is if you want to multiply your minutes in your day, you've got to multiply your energy levels. Mm -hmm. And I know that that sounds crazy. Like there is a way to multiply your minutes and the way you multiply your minutes is by taking time to get fit, taking time to get fit because then your energy levels increase and then your sleep gets better. And then when your sleep gets more, you know, quality sleep, you wake up better the next day, feeling great, you know, top of the morning before your kids get up and then it's the cycle. And so practically is making a plan, even if it's just as simple as making a plan of planning out your, your family dinners the week that, you know, before Mm -hmm. the week before and planning out what you're going to eat for lunch and, you know, make extra for dinner and have that for lunch. And so because it all comes down to making sure that you're fueling your body well, so you're not passing out when you're like on the plane, like on that plane example, the plane's going down your mom, you've got to help. So that means you need to fuel your body well too. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, that's great. Just, yeah, that simple step of making, making a plan and just thinking ahead a little bit, not only for your family, but also for yourself. Cause as moms, like I'm just thinking about, you know, vitamins, like we're so quick to like, make sure our kids get their vitamins or we make their doctor's appointments or those, the things that they need for their health. But how often do we do that for us? So really just receiving not only the permission, but also just realizing how important it is as a mom to put on that oxygen mask in whatever area, including our health and our fitness so that we can show up to help our kids put theirs on is so, so important. Yeah. And while you, while you say that, I started thinking about also, we talked about the mindset of this. So what are we teaching? What are we modeling to our kids? as we are stewarding well, our own health. So I'm a child of the eighties and nineties, and there were all kinds of crazy diet culture things Mm -hmm. that were modeled for me. And what if you can break that cycle? And as you are stewarding well, your fitness and your health and showing up well, your kids see it. So values Mm -hmm. are, are caught and not taught. Things like wellness is caught. And yes, you can teach your kids, you know, minutia of why we eat apples versus candy bars, that kind of things. But think about, think about what it would look like for you're sending your daughter off to college, you know, years later, and she already knows how to go into her freshman year understanding food and what food is good for her and not setting herself up for failure of, of like then throwing her out into the, you know, to the wolves of what diet culture would teach her. And that starts with you as a mom steering the ship going first. It's not selfish. I don't like to use the word self-care because that's selfish, but I'll go back to it. Stewarding well, so you can show up well and then teaching them that too. Mm-hmm. and modeling that too. So, yeah, love it. Love it. If yeah, I feel like if we're struggling to do it for ourselves, remembering yeah, that our kids are learning from us in yeah, 
all, all areas really can be good motivation to remember our why, like why it's important, why we want to plan ahead and take care of ourselves. Really, really good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, friend, at the end of every episode, I like to ask some fun questions. Oh, this is fun. I love that. So what are you reading, watching, or listening to these days? I am, and I have the book is like a, I'm looking around my thing and by my bedside. I am reading, I'm, I'm a geek. If you haven't already noticed about this, <laughs> I am a geek about learning the minutia and science about even fitness, just because I'm, I've been doing this for years, but I'm also just, just, I love to go deeper so that I can steward well, my, my job as a coach to help my clients. And so I'm reading this, actually this inter- interesting book about how exercise actually sensitizes our life, our, our brain to joy. So oh. God, of course, I like yeah. to say the Lord is our strength. Yes. And amen. That is the bottom line. I'm not going to get woo woo about anything other than the fact that the God is our, the Lord is our strength, mm-hmm. the, the love, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm-hmm. And isn't it amazing how he gives us tools to even use movement to help our, even our brains mm-hmm. be, be sensitive to joy. And so that's something I'm reading. It's fascinating though. It's, 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 she's not a Christian. And so it's, I'm having to sift out some of the kind of like the science stuff that I don't necessarily agree with, but you take the bones and you know, you take the, what, what's the word you take? Chew the meat, spit out the chew bones. The meat, spit yeah. out. Yes. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So I'm reading that. I'm listening to, oh, I'll tell you what I'm listening to. And this is really great hack for moms too. I really advocate getting strategic workouts in as far as, like I said, building muscle, doing strength training. And I also really advocate at the same time. And you can take your kids on, do this with your kids too, but walking movement is medicine, but I like to give myself those mom minutes we can call them mom minutes of just going mm-hmm. out as mom. If you, if you can possibly spare those, however your season looks, but I like to put my AirPods in and then pull up the U version app and you can listen to the Bible. Yes. And so I'm going through one of the plans where you can listen while I walk. And so it's just really just, again, inviting the Lord in and using those moments where met movement is medicine. I'm going to get out and walk anyway, might as well listen to God's word too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah. And then something we're watching, I don't know, my son, like I said, he's 15. We're watching as a family, the whole story about Michael Jordan back in the eighties and nineties. It's called the last dance. It's kind of old. Yeah. Um, we're watching anyway. it at our house too, actually. Yeah. 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 We kind of have to filter out the bad words Yeah, because um, they're just real. That's just real. You know, we're talking about athletes in the real world, you know, yeah. but he's old enough. So we're like, okay, don't be saying this, but it's just mm-hmm. funny because like I said, I'm a child of the eighties and nineties. And I remember following these big basketball players as an app, you know, as a basketball player myself. And so, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Next question. What is a favorite product service or practice that makes your life easier? Um, that's a good question. Oh, you know what? I will show you this and I'll, I'll describe it. So this, I, I listen, I know everybody is about this Stanley cup. Okay. I know that, but this is called the reduce cup. Okay. And it's less expensive. It's easier to get a hold of. 
And I just like how big it is. I know the Stanley Cups. I'm not dissing the Stanley Cup. Listen, if y'all yeah, are listening, absolutely. hear me say, <laughs> I just, I can't get a hold. Of, I'm like confused as to when you try to get a hold of this thing. Like they, they the marketing on that thing is amazing. Like their <laughs> whole marketing team is fascinating, <laughs> but this is the reduce cup and it's like a Yeti, but I love it because you can flip the top and do it certain, certain ways. You can use this, use it as a sipper or use it as a straw. And what I like to do is take in the morning when, before I break my, my fast. We do intermittent fasting with, with faster way before I break my fast. I do, I make a smoothie if I'm on the go. So I make a smoothie and take it with me when it's time to break my fast. And then I've got my a really great macro friendly breakfast right at my fingertips and it stays cold. So that's one product that I am loving these days. Yeah. It's and super it's cute. cute. Yeah. It's a pink, yeah. super cute pink color. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. fun. Thank you for that. Yeah. Next question. What is your best soul or self-care? I know you don't like that word. That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. Tip for moms. (laughs) Yeah. So I would say since just going along with the conversation that we're having and really leaning into rest, my biggest tip, you know what I like to, to enhance your sleep, really kind of like get quality sleep. My biggest tip is get a, we talked about walking, get a walk after dinner. And the reason why I say that is you can take your family, you can take, you can make an excuse of like, these are mom minutes. I'm going out, check you, watch your show for 30 minutes while I go out. And the reason why I say that after dinner is because it helps your body digest your dinner and then getting evening sunlight, because you've probably most likely got morning sunlight if you're a mom, because we don't, we can't, we, we, we don't have the luxury of like sleeping. <laughs> like you probably got, so getting morning sunlight and getting evening sun, sunlight, that rhythm mm-hmm. helps your actual circadian rhythms of sleep. God is so good. He's so good that he gives us the, again, these tools. So if you've, you've been up with the kids, maybe at the park, you already got the morning sunlight get a walk. Even if it's 20 minutes after dinner, get some evening sunlight, help your body digest dinner, and then your sleep quality will increase. And then that helps you show up well the next day. Love that. Yeah. For a season it's, I, I live in Phoenix, so it's now becoming like a hundred degrees after. Oh yes, 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 yes. But we were in a good rhythm before it was getting too hot of doing that. My husband and I, like we would go and take the dog and leave the kids and it was nice connection time for us, but also like you're saying, it would just felt good to get some movement after dinner and just it was Absolutely. part of our, our rhythm for a while. And it was really nice. So I love that. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Next question. What is God teaching you in this season? So many things I am kind of in this fun flurry of coming alongside my clients And because I go all in with what I do, and then for a while I was going all in with writing my fourth book and the Lord is teaching me to stay, stay in tune with foundations. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of the reason I mentioned, I was listening to the Bible while I was walking. I decided that I needed, so I'm a, I'm a, I write books about about women's Bible studies. I write women's Bible studies. And so I'm a Bible nerd. I know you are too. And I realized that I needed to get back to some basics. So actually one of the things that I've I've been doing is listening to the Bible. And the plan is a 90 day Bible plan. Like, listen, listen, I'm not telling you girls that you have to do this plan. 
it is intense. I mean, like it's so many chapters a day and yeah. that's not always feasible for everybody. Everybody has a different season. Okay. Yeah. So that's one thing too. We all have different seasons and you can't compare mm-hmm. even, you know, the way that I'm saying my, I set up my life to how you said, cause I've got a 15 year old, you might have a three-year-old. Right. And so, but, but the, the, the principle of what I'm talking about is getting back to the basics. I needed to make sure I was staying grounded. And I wanted this bigger picture of the, I wanted to remind myself of the bigger picture of the Bible. So it was like, I need to read through it as a whole mm-hmm. reading through it. So many chapters was not again, even feasible for me. And I have a lot of flexibility in my life. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to it. And I'm not listening to it for every word. I'm listening to it for the bigger picture, mm-hmm. that holistic picture of God's goodness and mercy of the old of the new Testament and his righteousness and holiness of the old Testament and putting together that and just worshiping the Lord and thanking Jesus for the cross, because seeing that bigger picture just Mm -hmm. makes me even more grounded in why, why we've got to come surrender to the cross and then, and then rise up in victory because Mm -hmm. he rose first. And so listening and getting into that bigger picture of the Bible has really helped me Mm -hmm. stay grounded. I love that. Yeah. And I I think in motherhood, like you said, there are seasons of when we can get up and have the quiet time and do the, you know, Bible study, whatever, but a lot of seasons are not like that. So we can listen to the Bible and there are, there are these other ways. So we just have to be creative. Yes. And And it doesn't have to look a certain way as long as you're you're positioning your heart and your, your, your mind and your strength and your faithfulness to Lord, what would you have for me in this season? Not comparing to other women, but being faithful, but then also like giving yourself a little bit of a challenge too. I think that Mm -hmm. there's that growth when we, what we want to live. Like I tell my clients, we live in grace upon grace and we want to live in that kind of that refinement, even that gritty, mm-hmm. that gritty refinement where things feel a little, little challenging. That's not a bad thing. You know, having right. that little bit of a rub of challenging, that's where we grow. Just like when we strength train, we break down our muscles. And then when we rest, our muscles build and you get stronger. It's the same thing. So gracefully finding that balance and asking the Lord, even in your, your, your spiritual side, your life, your devotional life, what can I do that's accessible to me right now, but also a good challenge Mm -hmm. because we're human. And if we get bored, we get bored and then we start turning on Netflix. But if it's a challenge, then that, you know, most, most people lean into challenge and get fired up for, for even a little bit of a challenge. So asking the Lord, like, what would that look like in your season right now? Mm -hmm. I love that. And then another thing I love that you just shared, you know, that even if we've been believers a long time, it's so good to go back to the basics and to keep it's so important for us to keep being in the word, whether we're listening or reading or, you know, whatever that looks like, because God has new things to show us and new things he wants us to learn. So I just love that you mentioned that. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, friend, this has been super fun. Thank you for all of your great wisdom and tips. So where can listeners connect with you and find your resources? Yeah. So I am all about Instagram. I love Instagram. I have my new coaching account. It's called Sarah Martin vibrant life on Instagram. And you'll just get just some life-giving tips and tricks that I put. And then I invite you to check out my latest book on Amazon. It's called highest, excuse me, higher pursuits, positioning yourself for everyday revival. And I wrote that book while I was on this kind of flip the script 
even like flip the script journey of even my health. And so integrating disciplines, spiritual disciplines, and even just looking at my bot myself and kind of more, you know, health, healthy disciplines, health disciplines, but with a heart toward, okay, Lord, how would you move in me and through me to see revival in me and through me? And so I invite you to check those two out. Yeah. Awesome. I will link those in the show notes so people can find them easily. Well, thank you, Sarah. This has been so fun. Such a delight. Thanks for having me. As we go, I want to remind you that you're doing an amazing job as a mom. No, you're not perfect. None of us are. There's no such thing. But you're showing up, you're learning from your mistakes, and you've got God on your side. He fills in the gaps of our imperfections, and we can trust Him. Keep going, my friends. You are doing good and meaningful work. I'll see you next time.